It's the New Jersey Globe Power Hour on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Here's the Globe's Editor-in-Chief, David Wildstein. Welcome back, everybody. Rika Shora gave up a relatively safe Democratic seat in the New Jersey State Assembly in 2018 to take on an extraordinarily tough job as the mayor of Trenton, New Jersey. Mayor, thanks for coming on. Uh, glad to be here, Dave. Thanks for inviting me. It's, it's my pleasure. And, and I've, I've watched the drama of local politics in the city of Trenton intensely over the last few years, probably probably more so since you became mayor. It seems to me that your your city council hugely dysfunctional. And I, I read about their meetings. I, I listen to them on the, online. There there seems like a bunch of angry men and women who, you know, I'll just say it. They seem like a bunch of racists and bigots and homophobes. What is going on there? Well, it is really difficult to get things passed. And, and the real shame is trying to get water bonds so that we could replace lead service lines or economic development projects, uh, which they voted down. Um, and... Uh, that's the distressing part. Um, uh, but, yeah, it's a lot of theater, and uh, we we do get a lot of attendance at our council meetings because they want people want to see what happens next. And one councilwoman, Robin Vaughn, I mean, she's gone on profanity-laced tirades against you. She's, she said things I cannot say on the radio, uh, really horrible things. And, and some of the state's most powerful officials, I mean, Governor Murphy and Senators Menendez and Booker and loads of others, they've, they've condemned what she said. Why does she keep going? It is unfortunate, and uh, I'll leave that to others to um, get into her mental prowess. But um, it is distressing uh, uh, to deal with somebody who just bangs on the keys and says no. Um, I think we can do better. And um, she was uh, she was elected. This was her first term. She was elected because uh, people did not like the incumbent. And so they were voting against the incumbent rather than voting for uh, Robin Vaughn, unfortunately. And I mean, city council members speak of people, you know, I mean, you know, I've, I've covered this intensely, you know, uh, speaking of people who are doing them down to get a better price. I mean, one councilman said, and I'm going to read it exactly. He said, he said you know, it's like a car dealer. They want $5,000. So you Jew them down to 4,000. It's, it's nothing vicious. It's just an expression. Uh, I mean, can the can the city? I mean, you've got real problems in the city. Can can the city govern with a city council that is is just out there the way they are? Well, sometimes we have to figure out how to go around them because um, comments like that dissuade investors to come uh, in our city. In fact, we had a uh, contract uh, uh, attorney who. Um, Tendered his resignation, so to, so to speak, and said he didn't want to deal with us anymore. So it, it does make it difficult, but yet there's so many incentive programs out there, whether it's uh, the, uh, the federal stimulus to um, uh, opportunity zones, uh, which attract developers. We just need to get past this council and try to get all on the same page for Triton's future. So. Three years ago or so, you were—I mean, you were—you were sitting in the legislature, and 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 you'd been there for a while, and 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 things seemed to be fairly, you know, fairly fairly comfortable. Any regrets running for mayor? Well, I don't think so. I think it's a it's a challenging job. If we get the right council next year, 
uh, I think it could be a lot better. Um, but it was an opportunity where our mayor, who I supported, uh, decided two months before the election to drop out. And so I decided to step in and uh, here I am. But I, I, there are still a lot of positive things that happen. Um, we've done an amazing job on coronavirus. We're, we're, we have some uh, development projects in the works. And we even had a CBS show, um, Ways and Means, come to film a pilot at City Hall um, with Patrick Dempsey. So there are some positive things happening. We just uh, we need to capitalize on that. The other, we want to work with the federal government to realign Route 29 uh, that is along the waterfront. And uh, back in the 60s, the planners thought, build a highway along the waterfront. Well, we want to recapture ours. Uh, to bring more economic development. So there's a lot of potential. We just we just need to have the right council uh, to move us forward. And and I'm, I'm speaking with Mayor Reed Gashore of Trenton, New Jersey. Crime's a huge problem in your city. I mean, you know, way too many shootings and and murders. What's what's going on there with that? Well, we were making big inroads the first two years that I was in office. We had 15 and 16 homicides, respectively. And then last year, we had 40, and a lot of it is attributed to COVID, um, where kids are at home rather than in school. Uh, a lot of people are out of work, and then you have neighborhood uh, turf wars. Um, but we are working with the state police. We've made a lot of inroads, breaking up some of the gangs, and uh, we're going to continue to make improvements. I just hope that with the end of COVID, uh, things will will improve uh, even on public safety because that's another impediment uh, to real economic development. And how are how are things going in terms of distribution of of the vaccine? I I, I have uh, Joe DiVincenzo, the Essex County Executive, the the master of organization and distribution in New Jersey, was saying there there are challenges in communities of color in in getting people to come have the to be vaccinated. What what are you what are you seeing in Trenton? Well, absolutely. But we we actually hit the ground running where we um, uh, walked door to door. We went into the senior towers and uh, we uh, uh, 40 percent of our vaccines that we've given out are of people of color. So I think we've even beat the state average. Um, We could always do better. um, And uh, we're working with FEMA and the governor's office to distribute uh, 5000 vaccines in the next couple of weeks and primarily uh, uh, persons of color. And that's by working with the pastors, um, working with uh, local neighborhood groups, and getting people um, to really talk about uh, the benefits of getting the vaccine. And Congress has now approved the stimulus package. Money is starting to come in into New Jersey. Uh, uh, what is what is this federal, what does the federal aid mean to a city like Trenton? Well, in a budget of 200 million, our federal stimulus package is 73 million. So it is a sizable chunk, and we need to make sure that we get it right. And that does mean the cooperation of council. But we also formed an advisory committee made up of a lot of business people and uh, economists that will help us uh, guide to appropriately spend that money. Um, and that's one of the things that I'm determined to do is that. We really reinvest into um, the city's future, and and we need to get it right. And 
Trenton is it's one of the few areas of the state where there's there's still it's a vibrant local media. You have the Trentonian, and I know you've I know you've had your you know your your ups and downs with them as a newspaper. Uh, but how important is it as a as a mayor? As a I mean, you, you've been you've been in New Jersey politics for for a while, and I mean, you started as a congressional aide, so you've you've been watching this for years. How important is it for a vibrant local media that really gets into the weeds on issues and follows what's going on? It is really important, and we we rely a lot on uh, social media. And I I take interviews uh, like this or with the Trentonian, even though the Trentonian sometimes has a negative spin. Uh, But there's so much positive stuff that's coming in Trenton uh, that it's really important that we get that message out and the story out. Uh, And so we utilize uh, uh, social media a lot and uh, seem to get support through there. And Governor Murphy seeking re-election to a second term, and 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 I seem to ask this question constantly. Which, and, and I know you're a you're a political junkie also, but but New Jersey is one of the most democratic states in the country. Yet, yet a democratic governor hasn't gotten re-elected since 1977, and since then three Republicans have been elected and re-elected. Why why is it that New Jersey seems to prefer a Republican governor? I think because uh, we're the ultimate swing state and, um, uh, you know, the, the state went for Ronald Reagan uh, two times. And um, uh, so Republicans have one in the state. Uh, so it, it really balances. But other than that is there's the Camden corridor, the Essex County and um, and the Republicans tend to be clean around to the shore in the northwest. So. It really is a swing state, um, but I think Governor Murphy has delivered a solid pro- product for the last four years, and um, so I think he'll be able to he'll he'll surprise um, conventional wisdom, uh, and I think he's going to get reelected. And it seems in I mean you're you're from Mercer County, you represented a big part of the county in the legislature, and it it seems like seems like there's a vibrant two-party system in Mercer County these days. It's just Republicans are not one of those two parties. I don't think there's a single Republican in the county elected in a partisan election. Uh, how, 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 do you, how do you cope with the, 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 the competition within the party, the, the two different factions within the Democratic Party? There, there seems to be, and, and that, uh, this last uh, convention bore uh, that out. Uh, but it wasn't too long ago where we had a Republican county executive and we had seven uh, Republican freeholders and a, a, a county clerk who was a Republican who played a prominent role in Rush Holt's uh, reelection. Um, but the Democrats, uh, we're a vibrant party and you're always going to have some uh, internal squabbles. But at the end of the day, I think uh, as long as we go in the same direction, um, I've enjoyed a great relationship with our county executive uh, helping out the capital city. And uh, that's just relationships are really important. Um, and I think that, that at the end of the day, I, I was good friends with Jack Cittarelli, uh in the legislature. And um, so one of the things that I do do is still reach out to my old colleagues for help and support. Uh, Gary Shear played a big uh, help in uh, this last turmoil with uh, with uh, council calling names and has really been a friend. 
And and you know, because we're getting to the end of the segment, but I I, I want to ask you, and I don't want to I don't I don't want to skip this question here. Are you intending to run again for re-election next year? Absolutely, I'm I'm untrainable, so. <laughs> but uh, I I at the end of the day, I really enjoy the job, and I think that given the right counsel, uh, we could do amazing things for the capital city. Well, Mayor Reed Gushore of Trenton, thank you for joining me, and and uh, I appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks so much, David. And Thanks. have a great one. Thank you. And and we're just now two weeks away from the filing deadline, so I'll be back to talk more about what's going to be happening, what, to, what the landscape's going to look like in New Jersey for the June primary.